So welcome back to another episode of the FIFA News Show. Today we're talking about PS5 FIFA 21 features, the EA servers completely conking out for a couple hours, the latest updates to the game, plus much, much more. So on the PlayStation website, there's a specific link that takes you to this FIFA 21 page. And it's got some PS5 information here. Most of the game looks the same to me in this like description for crew mode and stuff. But it says PS5 features, stunning visuals, enhanced player likenesses, stadium lighting, atmospheres, pre-match cinematics and big goal moments bring you a next level match day experience. Adaptive triggers, feel the effects of fatigue and the battle for possession with increased trigger resistance as stamina decreases and as players jostle for the ball. So this sounds like a new thing because the DualSense 5 controller has like adaptive triggers. So you might feel a little resistance when you're sprinting and stuff as players get tired. Now there's also haptic feedback. That's a new feature on that controller as well. Sense the impact of shots, passes and tackles with immersive controller haptics that let you feel the rhythm of the game in your hands. So by the sounds of it, you might get a few controller features based on the new stuff in the DualSense 5. And most of the next level game will be just improved lighting, atmospheres, cinematics, and moments in the gameplay. So in terms of crew mode, ultimate team, I think most of it's going to be the same. Of course, you get that SSD as well. We should make the game menus feel quicker and snappier. So I don't know if this is new or not. It probably isn't. But apparently in FIFA 21, each referee has been tuned differently. Let's say you've got a referee like Maximilian. His card strictness is average, foul strictness average. If you get Scott McBeanie... Lenient card strictness and lenient foul strictness. So when you see these referees appear in your crew modes and stuff, just know that each one is tuned differently. So not all referees are the same in FIFA 21. You're going to have some that give out fouls easier than others. And I think I do notice that sometimes whenever I touch the guy, it's a foul. So yeah, I guess that could happen with these kinds of traits. So this week, EA released title update number 3.1. So last week we had title update number 3. This one is 3.1. So for FIFA Ultimate Team, they've addressed the following issue. After using the compare price option on a transfer market item, bids cannot be properly adjusted by the player. This issue started occurring after the previous title update. For Volta Football, they've addressed the following issues. After finding a potential squads match, players would sometimes be presented with an unable to set up match error message. Sometimes players would see a failed to join match error message when trying to enter a squads drop in match lobby. Now something that EA did not mention was the fact that they updated two Serie R clubs. Crotone has their real life badge now in the game and also La Spezia gets a name change to Spezia and they also get their real life logo as well. And that's pretty much it for title update 3.1. So finally after a couple of weeks EA today released the latest update for the consoles. So this is going to be a bundled package according to EA. It's going to have title update number 3.1 plus the old title update number 3 as well, which brought in the new faces for Messi, Ronaldo and Neymar. It brought in new scouting countries for career mode, and it also made competitor mode a little bit harder. There's tons more changes in these updates, but those are just the main highlights. So Steve Noah from Operation Sports put out an interesting article this week. Madden NFL 21 and FIFA 21 might not arrive at launch for next-gen consoles. So let's see what he has to say. While nothing is official, it appears both FIFA and Madden will release after the next-gen consoles, not at launch. Last week, Microsoft revealed a list of launch day games, which would be fully optimized for launch day, November 10. Both Madden and FIFA were missing from the list, maybe because they were EA dual entitlement games and they didn't make the cut. That obviously could be a possibility because it's just like you put your disc in and it downloads the latest version on your next-gen console. Maybe it's not getting treated as like a separate game for the next-gen consoles. Sony has yet to reveal a similar list 
and the PS5 releases on November 12th. While browsing the PlayStation Store, you can see NBA 2K listed as a pre-order for the PlayStation 5. However, searching for Madden or FIFA 21 only provides PlayStation 4 games, no pre-orders for the PS5 version of the game. He says that EA never gave us a definitive release date on the next-gen version of FIFA, but most assumed it would be a launch day game. The only thing we really know about next-gen FIFA is the stuff they told us back in June, and of course you get the free upgrade. They never really gave us a date saying when this upgrade would be available. Everyone's assuming that it is on launch day, which would make sense. I don't think FIFA 21 on next-gen is going to be much different to what we've got already, besides maybe visual upgrades and stuff. But he does make a good point. There's no information regarding next-gen FIFA at all since June, and we haven't got any dates, no extra information, only that dual entitlement thing. So a lot of people are assuming that it's going to be a launch day thing. Is it going to be? No one really knows. We'll have to see. Now in the latest FIFA update, Ronaldo gets a new face, they gave him a bit more hair now, but is this face already outdated? I don't know, you tell me, because Ronaldo on Instagram put out a new photo and he shaved his hair off once again. So the moment these footballers get new faces in the game, it's like they do it on purpose, they change up their look and EA, you have to get your designers out once again, start pumping out this new Ronaldo face in the next update. So for those people that played PES, they also released a big data pack. This one is data pack number two. So it's going to bring in a few bits of uh, new stuff. So we're going to go over just the highlights here. So this PES update is the big one that's going to bring in the latest transfers and all that to the game. So this is the one you want if you want to start playing PES Master League and stuff with the latest rosters. So in terms of boots, there's 14 new boots from Adidas. Nike, Puma, Umbro, Mizuno and Joma. So that's pretty good. I know people love their boots. Data pack number two brings in the full and latest upgrade to Italy with Serie A and Serie B updated kits and teams. So Pez is the only place to play Serie B this season. And in Master League, they've added in Gerard as a manager. I believe he's at Rangers, so you can see him, you know, in the background and stuff, doing Rangers stuff. But you can use him in Master League as a real-life manager. There's also updates to kits as well. You've got Barcelona's, Juventus, and a few other clubs there. And that's pretty much it. I'm sure there's some My Club stuff as well, but... You know, these data packs always deliver. I think there's new faces as well, actually. So if you play PES, it's worth checking out this update, maybe. This week, the EA servers completely conked out on us, and uh, they were down for a couple hours. EA FIFA Direct had to come out and say, we have temporarily disabled match creation in all active FIFA titles. While we investigate reports of connectivity issues, we'll provide an update in the thread when one becomes available. I think about seven or eight hours after that, it could have been more, they said, match creation has been re-enabled. Thanks for your patience while we worked through this. The weekend league has been extended by 24 hours. So, yeah, for many, many hours, players could not play online in any FIFA game. Now, these FIFA servers are so unreliable. There's so many problems with them. I don't know what's going on anymore with them. So this week, EA released a FIFA 21 companion update, and this is what it has to say. So they've made the following changes, updated the background on currently active tiles, addressed the following issues, filters on the objectives tab, were missing borders. Sometimes the Team of the Week squad did not display on the Team of the Week squad screen. Locked milestone objectives did not display at their intended sizes. The transfer market no results found dropdown could overlap with other UI. Now they've also said for the companion app only that items can sometimes appear to disappear from view on the various screens within the app. This is strictly a visual issue and for the web app only they've addressed some instances of an error appearing when switching between browser tabs. So a new lawsuit has hit EA it says, loot box lawsuit claims EA ran an unlicensed illegal gaming system. This is on PC Gamer, written by Andy. The suit has been filed in Canada and relates to EA games going back to 2008. The lawsuit describes loot boxes as a game of chance inside a video game, which the defendants claim constitutes a form of unlawful gambling. 
Gaming is strictly controlled and licensed in this country. In breach of these laws, the defendants have operated unlicensed illegal gaming system through their loot boxes, the lawsuit states. Through this suit, Canadian consumers seek to hold the defendants accountable for this unlawful conduct and to recover their losses. The suit has been filed on behalf of two plaintiffs, one in British Columbia and the other in Ontario, who have previously purchased loot boxes in Madden and NHL. Now this is all the games that it's covering, FIFA 09 to FIFA 21, plus all these other ones that EA made as well. Loot boxes are considered part of the compulsion loop of game designed to keep players invested in a game. Such compulsion loops are known to contribute towards video game addiction and are frequently compared to a gambling addiction. The suit says that loot boxes in EA's games all function in a substantially similar fashion, noting that they're either purchased with real money or an intermediate virtual currency. The suit makes allegations of unfair practices, unjust enrichment and breaches of competition and consumer protection regulations, but it primarily hinges on the question of whether loot boxes constitute a form of gambling. So yeah, it's all going to come down to whether they think that loot boxes is a form of gambling in Canada, like some other countries have already determined. If they don't determine that it's gambling, then obviously EA is free to do whatever they want. The lawsuit seeks restitution of the benefits received by the defendants in the full amount of the takings, which seems optimistic, or in the alternative disgorgement of the benefits received by the defendants on account of the wrongdoing, as well as other damages and compensation. But anyway, that's all for this week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. Thanks for being part of the podcast family.